Gordano. Gordano? Uh, this is the podcast. Yes, it is. You already the, know that. The podcast. The podcast. God's own podcast. Mmm, the podcast. Uh, made of ambrosia. <laughs> delicious. Mm. The delicious Sorry Not In Service podcast. Eat it with your ears. For the next few minutes. Few. Few. The headlines tonight. The world gets its fortune told. It shrugs. Tom's actions leaked to the press. Cow is named, and it is good. Two hosts one week, one host the next. I'm really hoping that the next Sorry Not In Service has none of the blighters, Raw's drunken Hesseltine, before going on to finish the eulogy. listeners well it's sorry not in service on 10 radio and i am william formerly erstwhile now while and <laughs> whiling away the evening with me and and you and uh well the world at large is of course to my right <clears throat> that's right ladies and gentlemen he's back like a growth that you thought had been removed um or treated treated yes and now he's now he's back so delighted about that that's Whoa, right, isn't it? Did Alanis Morissette just walk in? <laughs> I've no idea. I've been, I've been looking at the computer screen. So have I. But, yeah, but let's dream. Just in case. So that's right, listeners. This is Sorry Not In Service with, with two, uh, two people this time, uh, rather than the one, uh, i.e. me, who were on the last show, who was on the last show. And um, listeners, you may notice there's some differences between the two shows. Um, yeah, this is more sort of, you know, Happy. stodgy. We've got plenty coming up, um, haven't we? Uh, um, d- delighted. To say that coming up tonight on the show, we have the things initially mentioned on the headlines, but here they are in a more formal context. Uh, right, we're going to have... <laughs> What's Tom up to? What is he up to? I know. I, I literally know. I, I did the phone call last night. Um, he, he does know. And he edits it together. It's not live. Guess what, listeners? I know there was a... There you was don't a, need to guess. Be, I'm going to tell you. There was a big hole in the last show where horoscopes would normally live, and that hole has been filled. I thought you were referring to yourself <laughs> as a massive hole. <laughs> Chock full of horoscopes now. Lovely. Uh, we've got some exciting news about a cow. A cow? Yes, a cow. We've all seen them. And, uh, and that's pretty much is the end of the uh, fun. <laughs> you haven't seen a cow? Go and have a look at a cow, and then report back. And I think we'll be probably be um, having a look back on the last show as well, because I, I think there, we will. there are there are some things that need clearing up. There, well, there are always things that need clearing up, Simon. Until such a time as the universe spirals to a halt, Simon. What now? I love you. <laughs> So, Simon, that was the sound of your mother calling. <laughs> it does sound like her, in fairness. It did a bit. <laughs> Especially the really shouty bit. Yeah. It wasn't mainly the thing, yeah, when she's admonishing us. She, play, like, she plays a mean fiddle. 
the soundtrack to being admonished by mother. Yes, uh, here on Ten Radio. This here is on Ten Radio, the home of admonishment. Uh, from uh, from us mothers. Um, yes, our mothers. Now, William, uh, listeners will be noticing a difference to the well, from this, the last um, from the last show. The last show, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you enjoy the show, William? I understand you listened. Yes. Did you? I mean, did you notice how much better it was? I didn't. I can't say I noticed how much better it was. I noticed how different it was. I mean, there's lots of things that are different are better. No, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that is the same is best. No, no, no. If we learn, <laughs> we learn one thing. Something that might be the most anodyne thing you've ever said. There are things that are different that are better. It's not the most anodyne thing I've ever said. It's a um, strong call, Simon. The more you unpick it, the less relevant it is to anything. A lot of people phoned me the day after and said how good the show was when I was presenting solo. And actually, there was a small, well, sizable crowd uh, outside the studio. Probably about 1,500 people. You've been counting uh, the leafletter, Simon. Uh, no, 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 there was um, about 1,500 <laughs> people <laughs> crowding outside the front door of the studio here. And as I left... Uh, cheering, booing, rising. Cheering... Uh, asking for autographs, Jeering. handing me bras, um, and um, it was it was quite the sight. Handing is more of a kind of tender act. It suggests that well, you, you I presented a very tender show. You, no, it, it sounds more like you're just literally letting yourself down. <laughs> anyway, what were your thoughts, Will? Um, well, my thoughts um, can be uh, briefly lent into, like this, Simon, via the magic of radio, and now. Corrections. On the previous Sorry Not In Service show, the absent host, William Lee's ankles, were described as filthy. They are. But subsequent investigation has shown they should have been described as improbably <laughs> sterile. I'm looking at them now. They are he's, improbably he's, sterile. He's way off. Improbably <laughs> sterile. Corrections. On the previous Sorry Not In Service show, Simon stated that he was interested in what you do on your own. Simon is, at best, disinterested in anything. It's not true. It's not true. I really wanted to know what people do on their own when they're on their own. Look, hang on. What? Right, okay. For starters, Will, you're coming out with all this BS. I've got a direct quote here. I know what that stands for. <laughs> Barry Summers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to appreciate that, Simon. <laughs> I've got a direct quote from Pike and Predators magazine, okay? And this is from uh, their chief editor, Marty Doonhalter. Wow. And it says, I reached a level of ecstasy previously unheard of while listening to the Sorry Not In Service show broadcast on the 28th of November. Too often radio shows are dragged down to the level of pigs by a co-host. Provided I enjoy the solo efforts of Simon Lee again on the 12th of December, brackets now, then I will donate my entire fortune of £42 billion to 10 Radio. I have a cheque ready to be written and a body that can cash it. So, William, what do you think of that? Review number one. Pretty good review of my solo show. I'm... No, I don't really believe any of that is in any way true, Simon. You know why? Why? Pikes and Predators, liars, the lot of them. Does that man look like a liar? Marty Doonhalter? He looks like he'd lie in court. <laughs> I can see this one rumbling on. Radio by the Avalanches is not very, but instead quite good. Corrections there. <laughs> is that literally all you've got to sort of 
pull me up on. That I said that a song was very good and you think it's quite good. It's, no, no. I thought it was really good. No, radio. <laughs> your exact word was very. It's actually quite good, Simon. Quite good. Right, well, I've got a quote here from Bread and Butter magazine. Well, bully for you. Randy Thrickle. Oh, God, it's not Randy again. If more radio shows were like the Sorry Not In Service show broadcast on the 28th of November, then I would throw my television into my big fire. Direct quote from Randy Thrickle there of Bread and Butter magazine. Yeah, Randy Thrickle of Bread and Butter magazine doesn't have a fire. All I'm saying, Will, is that the people liked it when I was doing this on my own. So often the way... (laughs) (laughs) Should we play a bit of pop music and compose ourselves? What do you do when you're on your own, Will? What do do I do when I'm on my own? Play a song and we'll discuss it. Mm Mm-hmm. Song's finished, Will. Song's finished. That's right. Oh, there you are. Uh, that was the magnetic fields with um, the luckiest guy on the Lower East Side. And uh, I'm certainly the luckiest guy on the this side of the mixing desk because I get control of the machinery. Is the magnetic fields a pun? No. There's a band name. They're just the magnetic fields? Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> I wasn't going to go anywhere. I just, it just, it just suddenly occurred to me. I was very happy with that name, and then I just thought I'd question it briefly. That's fine. Well, questioning is the very nature of um, Ten Radio. Um, hey, listeners, what are you questioning tonight? <laughs> listeners, I tell you what they're questioning. Well, what are they questioning, Simon? They're questioning. Oh, this is a brilliant link. Oh man, alive! I'm you loving. Can feel I'm the electricity in the air. If I could turn back time, I'd do this link again. But wow! The, but exactly the same. Uh, what about you know the, what? It's not just electricity in the air, Simon. It's a magnetic field in the air. So drop. So close to dropping the f bomb. Um, <laughs> listeners, um, the field. question that they are asking William is. is? What's Tom up to? What is Tom up to? And I dare say, listeners, we're going to find out right now. Hear me now. What is Tom up, up to now? I'm sorry, but the person you've called is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. Tom? Tom? Tom, what are you up to? Tom? Tom, Tom, Tom. Enough with this answer <laughs> phone tomfoolery. Uh, <laughs> Tom, what are you up to? I'm uh, eating pasta. Pasta. What a guy. Bye, Tom. Bye. What is Tom up, up 
to now. I tracked him down and we got an answer. The life that man leads. It's incredible, isn't it? Eating pasta. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he's, he's eating pasta. He's been on YouTube. He's been driving up to Stoke. Oh, I mean, I, the, what a guy. I mean, you read about, you know, you read about people in the, you know, in the upper echelons of society. You certainly and, do. And you, you wonder, were... oh, imagine being them. He's like Downton Abbey made flesh. He not, is. Not the building, the programme. Yes, it certainly, <laughs> certainly is. So there we are, listeners. Uh, just thought we'd tease you there. I was very disappointed to get his answer phone. Were you? I was, actually. I was, it, was, it was quite... quite I would have thought you kind of would have got over it quite fast. No. No. Well, no I, it was... You did start, start to sound quite perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Oh, no. We haven't got a feature. Uh, but um, he did phone back soon afterwards, but I was on the John. So I wasn't really in a position to take the call. It sounds like you were in an adequate position to take the course, surely. <laughs> it would have been a nice little metaphor for the show, certainly. Corrections. It was stated during the last show that you need to join the big lines with some up and down lines. This oh. is not as necessary as stated. Oh, is this my audio pictionary? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so this was when I was drawing your beard. I mean, just to look at you, Will. Yeah. It's just a lot of up and down lines, that's all I'm seeing. Yeah, you don't need to. No, but if you wanted to draw an accurate picture of you, yep. lots of up and down lines. Well, let's try and maintain a degree of accuracy in this show, Simon. That's what I'm doing. Yep, well, my name's above the door, not literally, but it's on the website, and don't mislead the public. <laughs> uh, quick review uh, from Coloured Pencil Magazine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely... Genuinely Coloured Pencil Magazine. Yep, look it up. Uh, this is, is uh, from their editor, Felicity Puttocks. Uh, there are some things in life that... Some things that make life worth living. Up until the 28th of November 2014, Sorry Not In Service was the antithesis of those things. But now, having heard the solo show broadcast, it is clear to me that it is the anti-antithesis of those things. E.g. it makes life worth living in anything other than a solo show on the 12th of December 2014 will leave me in a deep funk and I will punch my chambermaid in the chops. Not my words, William. The words of hot listener Felicity Puttocks, editor of Coloured Pencil magazine. Felicity Puttocks? <laughs> Shut up. After the world's loudest whisper on the last show... Good feature. Simon suggested that you people are lucky. Yes, they were lucky to bear witness to the world's loudest whisper. I stand by that. No, they are not lucky. They're, they're listening to Sorry Not In Service, <laughs> Simon. These are flawed people. Yeah, you lot. Anything else? My Exmoor-based glamour shots were described <laughs> as Spread Eagle. Yes, but sir. they were, in fact, Smash Finch right. or Swoop Owl. <laughs> you were... Wow, you were doing the Swoop Owl owl. I was doing some Swoop Owl glamour shots. Well, I can't argue with that. That's, uh, that seems fair enough. I mean, that's the whole point about the Swoop Owl. <laughs> It can't be argued with. It won't be reasoned with. No, it won't. What else won't be reasoned with, Simon? Uh, Penthouse and Pavement by Heaven17. Can't be reasoned with. <laughs> Wowzers, trousers. That's probably for the best to end it there. I was about to go into Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> All things are best ended before they go into Cotton Eye Joe. Mm -hmm. That's just the rules. I don't make them up. What I did make up, William, was something quite extraordinary this last fortnight. Yeah, you invented something. To an extent. 
Wow, Simon the Inventor. You heard him here first, probably. That's right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you may be aware, if you've followed my career, that I now work on a farm, a dairy farm, and it's a wonderful place to be. Love it to bits. Do you? Yes, I do, Sounds sir. destructive. No, 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 it's great. Actually, we won an award last week. Did you? Yes, we did. At Best the, dairy farm. At the food, no, better than that, at the Food and Farming farm? Industry Award ceremony Best held ever. at the Houses of Commons, uh, we won the top prize bi farm business of the year. That's annoyingly good. It is pretty good. Yeah, that's actually... Did you get to go? No, I didn't. Uh, You've still not been inside the House of Commons? No, no, sir. Good, you could have winged your way in there with your David Cameron impression. <laughs> Do I hear it again? I'm David Cameron. <laughs> and so on and so forth. It's like he was, uh, it's like he was in the room. <laughs> you close your eyes, you're in my brother's skin, uh, as he is inclined to. Yes, he, he will do that. Um, anyway, yeah, so I work on a farm, and um, part of working on a farm is that there are cows, if you work on a, a, a cow farm, like I, what I do. And um, we, we, we had some cows brought over into the herd. They came from Germany. Germany? Germany. They needed naming. Oh. oh. Simon was on hand to help with adding their details onto our computer system and then naming them. They're called Mabel. No, sir. Not one of them. One of them is called... Gordano. Gordano. Gordano the cow. She lives. She lives. She lives. you recumbent monster. She's implying at some point you're going to have to fight this cow to death on a mountaintop. Well, no, I shan't. No, she's beautiful. I found her the other day. She is all black. She is a looker. She looks a lot like your dog. Yep. Uh, not to say that William's dog is attractive, he's a buffoon. Um, and I've got hey, some hey, hey, hot you can be fact. attractive and a buffoon at the same time. <laughs> well, that's true enough. Yeah. yeah Peter we're... Andre. Um, now, uh, I've got some hot facts about Gordano the cow, and hopefully what we, what we thought we might do is every time there's like a significant life event for Gordano the cow, we'll report on it. Won't we, William? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course yeah, we're Sorry. So uh, I'll just give you some background details. Gordano the cow was born on the 25th of August, 2012. So oh well, yeah, no, she, yeah, she is certainly two years old. Right. A bit. She moved to the UK on the fifteenth of November. Yes, um, uh, uh, Nationalised yet? Yeah. Uh, she, she passed the Theresa May. Um, <laughs> she has got a UK passport now. She's got a UK already. Already, yeah. Man alive, <laughs> done well. Vote you, get people. Keep <laughs> these cows out of here. Uh, and on the fifth of December, <laughs> obviously, obviously, don't. God's sakes. On the fifth of December, <laughs> Gordano produced milk that was two point eight percent butterfat, which is effectively green top. So, um, hot is that good Gordano or, stats. Is that, is that good or bad? Yeah, it's not great, but then, uh, you know, she's, she's new. So, um, I love Gordano. <laughs> and you learn to get better? <laughs> Gordano has got herself a little theme tune. It goes a little something about like her this. It's Dinah Shoko Namman's God they know. Sie lebt in Krukum und sie gutes Essen ist. Sie hat eine lange Nasse, sie hat schwarzes Fell. Sie mag brillant mich, als ihren Sitzen kommt. Gordano. 
Wowzers trousers. That's that Gordano with the cows theme tune. Um, right, Simon, William. <laughs> what was being said in that? <laughs> uh, I think you'll find what that was. William was exemplary German. I... <laughs> Faultless. I call him the exemplar of Germany. Yes, sir. Uh, no, I will. I, 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 I will translate it for you if um, you were stupid and didn't understand it. Hello. Uh, Kate, who runs Language Club, will have understood that tenfold. Um, the, first, the, the, the line, the, the lyrics are, and I'll, I'll do these in English. Um, she's a nice cow named Gordano. Mm-hmm. She resides in Kruken and she eats good food. You ensure that? Yep. Uh, she has a long nose. She has black fur. Fur? Yep. She makes brilliant milk. It comes from her teats. <laughs> I was yeah, hearing I mean, zits and compt. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It comes from her teats. Yeah. Shall, huh? I say, shall I say it again? Yep. It comes from her teats. Now, uh, <laughs> listeners... Uh, <laughs> keep saying it. Um, and, uh, listeners, um, if you want to relive the magic of Gordano's theme and, indeed, have a look and see what she looks like, then uh, I would recommend that you go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash sorry not in service 10 radio, where I've uploaded a little little video uh, capsule of what she looks like with her theme music. William, I mean, it's an emotional moment, isn't it, uh, having Gordano Um, the cow in our lives? It really is. I I mean, the main thing, Simon, is it entirely possible that this will be the start of some kind of lineage of Gordano's? There is that is true. When Gordano has her uh, her first calf, oh. then I believe magical uh, time. <laughs> I believe that, uh, that that calf will be called Gordano something or other. Whoever the daddy is, it will be Gordano, and then uh, the name of the daddy. So uh, it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there we are. Um, oh, it's exciting news. Exciting it, times, listeners. Are we blessed to be in these times? We are, and especially in these times where you might hear a pop song called A Hundred Flowers by Loververse. Boom! And that was the sound of Happy Diving with Small World from the album Big World. Oh, I see. Big World, Small World. Like Big Cook, Little Cook. Yeah, not like Big Cook, Little Cook, um, but more of a kind of excitable young band. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, um, a while back we attempted to do a little bit of satire, didn't we? Yeah, I, didn't I, work I, out well. No, 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 no. Turns out that we're not very good at satire. But I'm something of a fan of the uh, global news podcast via the BBC World Service. Um, it's a way of getting all the news um, of the day. And this morning, I was slightly staggered to hear something which doesn't even really need the extra input to become satire. It's just insane. So hold on, this is from this is from uh, the World News Podcast. Yep. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're aware of the Cathedral Notre Dame. Yes, I'm aware of it. Yes, a very big cathedral, okay? Mm-hmm. Running into a certain amount of financial difficulties. Um, and this Christmas, they were realising they might not be able to get a proper Christmas tree. And so they asked whether or not anybody might be able to help fund them. Okay. You know what? Somebody did help fund them. Good. Great news. Certainly. Great news. And the um, people that did decide to help fund them was the Russian embassy. <laughs> the Russian embassy paid for the... The Russian embassy um, purchased a tree just outright and went... Here you go. Fine. Have this. Okay, I, no, no problem with that. That's really that's quite nice, isn't it? I would agree with that. Absolutely. Well done, Russia. But now, I thought that's kind of okay. And then in the podcast, the report raised the point that recently Russia and France have had their differences. Certainly yeah. they have. Yeah, certainly they have. Significant warships that France was contracted to build for Russia, and then France went. You seem to be misusing these <laughs> <laughs> with the best will in the world. 
None. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's um, that's interesting. And then in this broadcast, there was there was a little uh, snippet of an interview that the Russian ambassador to France gave right, on this okay. subject. Yeah. Just explaining um, the decision. Okay. Now let's just see if you can spot anything slightly odd about this. Je crois qu'il y a une, un vrai fossé, une grande différence. I think there's a real rift between the political elite, the Parisian media, and French people. There's a big gap, and the most recent elections here have shown that a lot of people are voting for other parties, against the one in power, as a protest, to show they don't agree with the current policy. Now, <laughs> if possibly you're running into difficulty with the French government and then you buy the people of Paris a massive tree and go, maybe the current government isn't quite right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything more blatant than that. It's like, nothing. Even, nothing even in like the last king of Scotland was unrelentingly just corrupt and horrific. And look, I'm nice, I've got you a thing. Ignore that. Unbelievable. I'm well, not being paranoid. That is, it did strike me as being a little bit odd. The thing to say, <laughs> certainly a little bit, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, Nakedly ambitious? Yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> hey guys, let's all celebrate with all the money by Ludlow Thieves. Well done, well done, the Ludlow Thieves. That was top work there. And that was um, that was from a slightly difficult purchase I made on Bandcamp um, about a month back. How, diff- how so difficult? Well, so if you've been on Bandcamp, presumably. Yes, Certainly many a time, many time you would have been on Bandcamp. And sometimes Bandcamp will uh, just have a big old collection of music. That's where I hook up with chicks. <laughs> Carry on. It's where you hook up with chicks. <laughs> right, okay. So... <laughs> I was purchasing some um, some good music, a bit of Gabriel Royal, um, some uh, Mishka Shabuli, uh, some Jason Webley. We've heard that many of these things. Oh, of course. Yes, many of these things. Um, but that that particular song and a few others that I've got on this CD came off uh, 67 tracks of unsigned Brooklyn artists for $5. Seems quite quite good value to me. Problem is 67 tracks is a lot to trawl through. <laughs> It's funny you should say that, Will, and because I'm, I'm going to be playing something from a very similar situation in about 20 minutes' time. Oh, really? Yeah, which is... Um, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll do that later. How terrifically exciting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and just, just to follow up on our, on our old little Notre Dame Christmas tree thing, I did stumble across a quote whilst trying to find additional sources for this. And the quote says, I have chosen this tree from my forests. Came the announcement from none other than Santa Claus... Later revealed to be Russian embassy spokesman Sergei Paranov. <laughs> the actual Santa Claus is a Russian embassy spokesman. Yes, apparently he is, called Sergei Paranov. Well, really? The actual Santa Claus is buried, you know, way down in the lower echelons below Pusey. <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, recalibrate yeah. your expectations, children. Yep. Because Sergei's coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> As the famous song goes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, there. Lovely stuff. Um, Simon, do you feel like making time? Mm, yeah, do you know what? I, I, I think I do, William. I think I do. <laughs> Let's listen to the true top flyers making time.
sound of the treetop flyers with Making Time. Uh, another track from my uh, album of 67 Brooklyn artists that I'll never manage to filter through properly. <laughs> well, it's, it's good to have goals in life. Um, it is, isn't never it? to listen to that album all the way through. Oh, no, I'll listen to it all the way through. I just won't really like take any of it in. No, it'll yeah. just be going on. Yeah, fair enough. Much like this show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've achieved a lot at home. <laughs> Um, William, what on earth could be coming up? I wonder. I wonder, and if only there was a way to tell, but there isn't. Or is there? There is. It's horoscopes. It's horoscopes. <laughs> Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Your recycling box is overflowing. By which I mean, even if you tried, you don't stand a chance of having an original thought. Taurus. If you took all the regicidal elements of this week out, you'd still justify the nation's ire. Only they wouldn't hear about you. Consider the quiet life your less republican-minded alter ego would have. Gemini. Forests are an excellent source of food and shelter for those with the skills to utilize them. But the county council reject your plans for relocation of the homeless as wantonly inane. Cancer. Pushing yourself to the brink is a great way to motivate change in your lifestyle. Unfortunately, a literal mind forbids you getting past the physical improbability of being able to push yourself. Leo. Cardboard boxes, then. They love those. Why not sell the homeless by the kilo to generate money for school projects? Your theory is received with even less understanding than the forest's guy. And the person who bought your drink is pouring it on the floor. Virgo. This week's lucky number is seven. Purchase eggs in sevens by buying boxes of twelves and mutilating five of them. Don't let the checkout operator change them. This week's lucky expression is these eggs were the lucky ones libra a diet of granola is complicated by a complete ignorance of what granola actually is ask hold aloft everything you find and ask is this granola it isn't there's no such thing as rigorous testing will reveal. Scorpio. Everyone likes a joke, and the stars can take a joke. The stars can take all the jokes and leave you laughing at nothing. 
When the stars take everything from you, laugh. It's a joke. Sagittarius. Winnie the Pooh is a boy, but he's called Winnie. You can't judge everything by its name. Your defense will move the jury to paroxysms of despair, clawing at their shirts, weeping and arching their backs in the exposed horror of their prejudice. The stars assure you, there is no need to check with your lawyer, Capricorn. Okay, so how's about we just tear down all the homes? Then everyone's homeless. And we can all live in the cardboard forests, or whatever. The council's interest will be piqued by this one. Surely, Aquarius. Diary entry three seven nine six. I'm really bored. Why do I even care about what people are up to on the other side of the galaxy? Sometimes I wonder if it's all some big cosmic game or something. I wish stars got horoscopes as well. Pisces. In the interest of balance, the stars would like to point out that there are things other than cats that could be swung in your abyssal skull. However, in literal terms, well. Swinging cats. What the heck was that? Uh, that was the sound of the 60s! It <laughs> was really, it sounds dreadful. Uh, via the Hawkwind, it was dreadful! Yes. I'm glad I wasn't around. <laughs> Certainly not. Mm. Certainly not. William, you were talking earlier about a pop album that you found on the band camps. Oh, on the band camps. Uh, which yes. uh, was how many songs long? Uh, 67. Right, okay, so a, a bit of hard work. Yeah, it's a little bit of hard work, yeah. Yeah, right, well, prepare to be trumped. Ooh, um, right. Sam Horton, the man from the Sonoscope. The man from the Sonoscope and the man who was sat over there. Yes, that's right. Mm. Uh, he um, he alerted me to an album that he thought I might like, an album of Electronica. Yeah, ooh. Oh, which, which, is, which is always good. Uh, well, not always. No, uh, sometimes no. it's good. Um, it's, um, it's on Bandcamp. It's available. It's called Touched 2, T-W-O. It's, uh, it's a collection of lots of different artists. Uh, it's £12. And there's 255 songs. <laughs> that's uh, so that's a are. lot of songs. Yeah, uh, listeners, I would recommend going and checking it out. Actually, it is very good. Um, from what I've, from the stuff I've heard from it, which is not very much because I haven't got time to be listening to all of these songs. Twelve pounds worth it. Electronica, if you're into that, that's all good. And all the money goes to cancer research. So if oh, you're right, one okay, of the then. growing number of people who are anti-cancer, then mm. it might be the uh, might be the record for you. That's very good. Yeah, uh, That's this is lovely. an example. This is Morgana. No, the song's called Morgana, and it's by the artist. It's artist is Second Mouse. <laughs> Absurd. <laughs> and that was the wonderful world of um, electronic music. There, two hundred and fifty of those. Two hundred and fifty-five songs for twelve pounds. I did do the math. Um, it's on my telephone here. 
Um, Let's have a look at the math. Yeah, well, no, you don't see my workings, but it's um, 0.0039215 pounds per track. Right, so, uh, Simon. Mm hmm. Right, mon it's a bit, given that money's decimalised. Yes, sir. Do you want to shift that decimal point along and give it to us in pence? Live math. Okay. One, two. Okay. 3.9 pence per track? 3.9 pence per track. Yes, 3.9 pence per track. Excellent. And it's called Touched 2, T-W-O, uh, on, uh, on the old bandcamps.com. Live math. And I fancy some live junk mail, William. Do you? Do you? I've got an email. It's sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says and then do everything it instructs me to. Ha oh, ha, oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Uh, what do you think I am, genuine? Uh, you must be f***ing joking, you dainty twat. Send us your bank details. Well, listeners, that um, jingle was exciting enough as it is without the live action that I was witness to in the studio here. Yes. William, would you like to explain what you were doing during that jingle? No. Well, I will. He was busy rubbing up, rubbing his ke <laughs> rubbing his headphones uh, up against his uh, nipples. So, um, junk mail. There's two of them. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, this is very exciting. This is... This is like pretty much live junk mail. This came in this evening uh, as we logged on to our, 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 our email address, which is sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk. Yep. And uh, here was this junk mail, live okay. and ready to be read. Ooh. And it's from Anne. Anne! Anne! Anne, Anne from um, uh, King Kong. No, 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 no. You'll, I'll explain who Anne is. Okay. Um, Who's Anne? Okay, so the email starts My name is Sergeant Anne Hester Lee. Oh, that'll be, that'll be Anne. Sergeant <laughs> Anne Hester Lee. Not spelled L E A like ours, L E I G H. Uh, <laughs> the enemy. The others. Mm. Uh, <laughs> My name is Sergeant Anne Hester Lee, United States military officer. Wow! Looking for a reliable and trustworthy person for a cordial relationship. <laughs> is that like Ribena? <laughs> <laughs> for a Ribena relationship. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do fancy a bit of that. Uh, so, a reliable and trustworthy person for a cordial relationship. Please, I'll be glad if you write me here for more details. If you write me here. Write me here. Write me here. And I don't mean, like, you know, to correct her, for, uh, but to write for more details. And then it ends simply, best regard. Best regard. Sergeant Anne Hester Lee. So, Isn't that uh, the second we've had from some kind of military personnel? Yeah, we had uh, one from uh, General Susan. We did have one from the General <laughs> Susan, didn't we? That's right. And now her friend, Sergeant Anne Hester Lee, is trying to muscle in on General Susan's bit That's of action. Absolutely amazing. So there we go. So there's, there's Military some. ladies, big fans of Sorry Not In Service. <laughs> Are you a military lady? Please get in touch. Always keen. Um, right. I've got another one here. It begins You're married, Simon. <laughs> you can remain keen? Yeah, I suppose that is the ultimate test. <laughs> I just like military women. Military chicks, I call them. <laughs> wow, I just suddenly discovered what I'm getting Carla for Christmas. He got me a bit of military gear. Yeah, he's into military chicks. Fighting birds, I call them. <laughs> Bayonet honeys. Move on, move on. I want to think of more of them. Yeah, I know, but I fighting birds led on to 
And Bayonet Honeys. Bayonet, Bayonet Honeys is quite nice. Yeah, Bayonet Honeys would be a great album name as well. <laughs> Imagine ACDC would release Bayonet Honeys. <laughs> it would kind of suit them. Um, semi-automatic machine gun sweethearts. That's what I'm into these days. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, niche tastes. <laughs> Fancy me some... Camouflaged cuddles with some sweet. <laughs> Camouflaged cuddles isn't good, is it not? <laughs> no, it sounds a bit alarming. <laughs> sounds like the kind of thing you might do on a crowded bus. <laughs> what? I could just imagine you with your shifty little eyes on a crowded bus. Looks like I got me an opportunity for some <laughs> camouflage cuddles here. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh. Some night vision goggle um, ladies. Um, <laughs> follow up. Following up from the good sergeant Anne has to leave. Is it the, is it the Sexy disguise? Sexy sergeant. Is it the disguise or the training? <laughs> I like the idea of being caught <laughs> in the night by the military. <laughs> By some military ladies with their night vision goggle equipment. <laughs> equipment, <Wow>. eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What like night vision and camouflage? <laughs> and genitals. Good day! <laughs> Good day, my friend. I hope all is well. <laughs> it's now. Indeed, I am very sorry for distracting your attention. Yes, well, you have done. <laughs> I am Barrister Philip Avuki. Ooh. Personal attorney to the late Anger. Is that Barrister or Barista? Oh, <laughs> it's Barrister, ah. unfortunately. <laughs> Philippa Kuvi, personal attorney to the late Enger, brackets JC, which I don't think is brackets for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Enger? The late Enger, E-N-G-R, brackets GC. JC. <laughs> JC, even. Yeah. Enger. It's either Jesus Christ or Jarvis Cocker. That's uh, true. A national of your country. So it could be Jarvis. He died and left some huge amount of money with a bank here in Africa. Oh, oh, that would be Jarvis then. Yes. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is a bit I like. So, right, it's some huge amount of money. I've got us an idea of what to do with the common people money. <laughs> Pop it in bank in Africa. Aye, oh, Sierra Leone National Bank, I reckon that'll do us. And change my name to Late Enger. <laughs> anyway, um, this is the bit I like. Uh, he left some huge amount of money with a bank here in Africa. Valued, this money has been valued at $35 million. <laughs> Like I'm a guy with one of those little magnifying glasses you can hold in your face if you squint. <laughs> I value this at $35 million. I value this at £4.23. <laughs> I am contacting you to assist me and get it transferred into your bank account. Please reply to my private email address for more details. I await your urgent response ASAP. Please try and reply to my private email address. Is very, very urgent. <laughs> He's very, very urgent. Sounds so, like a barrister to me, more than a barrister. <laughs> what I quite like about that one, so normally in these things, there is, obviously there's the build-up, there's who you're talking to and all that jazz. Yes, sir. Normally there's a reason why they want to transfer it into your bank account. <laughs> That's right. That's they, a very good point, yeah. You kind of missed that part. It's just, I, well, I just want to give it to you. <laughs> I am contacting you to assist me and get it transferred into your bank account. That's just it. <laughs> As if you wouldn't contact me in order to get it into my bank account. Let's just do it. I don't need a reason. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Jarvis is dead. <laughs> Best transfer some money. Um, so there we are, listeners. Um, wow, so there's, there's, there's some junk mail. 
And uh, you all know about my sexy peccadillo. Yes, That's what we've learnt this evening. Uh, this is a song from Iros Childs' new album, Will. Oh, exciting. You ready for a tonal shift? Yep. This is uh, The Walking Song. A necessary ending there, if there, if there was one. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the necessary ending. Matt Berry uh, featuring Paul McCartney. Yes. <laughs> with uh, Rain Came Down. That's uh, quite extraordinary stuff. It's good to hear Sir Paul still... Um, Rocking out. Rocking out. Yes, that's right. Uh, now, listeners, uh, speaking of rocking out, we're going to be rocking our way out of the studio. Nice. Um, because uh, it's nearly 10 o'clock and it's time for us to go. I can't see uh, any varmints out there, so I'm assuming they're not coming. Or invisible. Or they've turned invisible, which they are wont to do. So, listeners, uh, podcast will be up on the weekend. We'll be back in a fortnight's time for the Christmas special. The Christmas special when we're all fat on duck. <laughs> that's right. And um, yeah, so Boxing Day, 8 till 10, we'll be here. And uh, will you? And uh, we'll see you later. Good ending. Gordano. Gordano. Well, that was it. Yes, that certainly was it. And a full three hours long this time. I think <laughs> it's proved that actually this podcast was better than the last one. Balderdash and Ballsacks. Nice. Thanks. Um, join us, listeners, uh, for the Christmas special on Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Just think, we're going to be in here doing a show to literally no one. <laughs> it's probably better that way. Speak to you in a fortnight. In a fortnight. Goodbye, darling. <laughs>